Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your teams. Your sports. 1280. Welcome back into the show. Chris Gordy show here on Sports 1280. A pleasure to be joined now by this guy. You know him. Well, he's been covering the college football world for a long, long time. Bruce Feldman. He is a Fox Sports college football sideline reporter. He'll be on the call this Saturday. Uh, joining play-by-play announcer Joe Davis and Brady Quinn for Army at Ohio State. 3.30 on the Fox Broadcast Network. Bruce, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Chris. Good to be on with you. Absolutely. Great to talk with you. Uh, of course, near and dear to our hearts here locally, uh, we care about LSU football. And uh, LSU, 2-0 and on the season, wins over BYU and UT Chattanooga. And now they get their first real test of the season going on the road at Mississippi State. I guess your early thoughts on LSU, uh, first full season under new head coach Ed Ogeron. Uh, your thoughts on this LSU team so far? Well, they're really young. You know, when you start as many true freshmen as they did, I, I was impressed by how they dominated BYU. You know, I know Dave Aranda's a great defensive coach, but when you're missing your best defensive player, Arden Key, that says something that they could completely shut them down. Uh, we're going to find out a lot more now when they go on the road. Obviously, they get Arden back. I want to see what he brings. He's a lot bigger now, a lot heavier now than he was last year. Uh, but I think that should only make them better. You know, what we're going to be really interesting to see is how does this LSU offensive line, which I think, not just depth-wise, but was a concern going into this year. You know, so far they look pretty good, but this is a big test. You know, Jeffrey Simmons in Mississippi State is big in the front seven, and you know they're going to be challenged, trying to shut down Geis and take away that and force uh, force that link to beat him. So how does, what does Matt what does Matt Canada have? What kind of wrinkles does he have to get them off balance? I know he's got a bunch up his sleeve, and so I'm I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Uh, that was the big talk of the offseason, obviously the addition of Matt Canada. You keep Dave Aranda uh, around, and obviously he worked wonders last year with, with that defense. But have you seen anything early? I mean, I know they were very conservative against BYU and you know tried to open up the passing game a little bit against UT Chattanooga. But have you seen any different wrinkles for Matt Canada, or do you think they're kind of keeping it close to the vest and maybe we'll see, see some of that this week in Starkville? I would expect you will see a lot more of that this weekend. You know, for, I, I have a buddy who coached with, with Matt Canada oh, oh, not that long ago, and his big thing was it doesn't matter if you put nine guys in the box. He is going to find a way to run the football. He's going to do it in unconventional ways. But the big thing this guy said was that Matt Canada is often like seven, eight, ten plays ahead of the other play caller, and he's just very, very creative at doing that. So... I'm I'm really interested to see what he's going to unveil because I don't think he was showing anything in those first two games because I don't think he had to. Obviously, it would be big if LSU can go there and get an early, early season road win on the SEC at Mississippi State. And we'll maybe start to get a better picture of how the SEC West is going to shape up. Obviously, Alabama has been impressive thus far. They have, I guess, the best resume win so far that went against Florida State. But Auburn, they got tested this past week at Clemson. What did you make of that, of that game? Uh, obviously, Jared Stidham struggled. The Clemson defense had a really good game against him. Uh, and what do you think that means for Auburn in this grand scheme of the SEC? 
Yeah, it was a clunker for them, no doubt. For their offense, they might even have 200 yards of offense. And for, you know, 11 sacks, 14 tackles for loss. And we know Clemson is really nasty on the D-line. But you just would have thought Auburn would have had some answers. And they didn't. And, you know, I still think they can be a really good team. But that would give me concern because, you know, Clemson was rebuilding the offense. Not to say that, you know, Clemson didn't, you know, they only had 14 points. But... Just, I, I think if you were going to get Clemson, you needed to get them early because I think they will continue to get better. Whereas with Auburn, I think there's a lot of expectations. And I don't know, you know, I still think Gus Malzahn could be on the hot seat from this, you know, like he was basically going into that LSU game last year when it was like, you know, one of those like almost like loser leave town kind of dynamics and being wrestling with being less miles. It worked out for Auburn and they got some momentum going into the rest of the season. You know, I want to see how they bounce back from that because that was pretty embarrassing how they were just mauled by a really talented defense. Talking with Bruce Feldman, of course, uh, works with Fox Sports. He'll be on the sideline for Ohio State Army this weekend. Let's talk about that team, uh, Bruce. Going into the game against Oklahoma this past week, my biggest takeaway from that first week, watching Ohio State against Indiana, one, I saw JT Barrett struggle a, a lot at the quarterback position, and two, I saw those young corners for Ohio State struggle to defend in man coverage. And so I just thought that that was a recipe for disaster going against Oklahoma, and it played out that way. Oklahoma really took advantage, Baker Mayfield in the passing game, and JT Barrett and the Ohio State uh, offense struggled. Uh, obviously a chance for them to bounce back this weekend against Army, but what did you see out of Ohio State in that lost Oklahoma? I thought Lincoln Riley, the new head coach at, at OU, did a great job game planning. There were guys, so much space wide open in the middle of that defense. I think he exploited, I mean, he outcoached the Ohio State staff, and Baker Mayfield played really well, and their offensive line did well enough in, in pass protection against arguably the best D-line or the deepest D-line, but, you know, the bigger point in this and you hit on it, was was J.T. Barrett, and he just has not developed as a downfield passer. And I think some of that is definitely on J.T. Barrett. I think some of it is on they have struggled to, to, to find guys to develop. I mean, you guys had Mike Thomas down there, you know, who was a good player at Ohio State, but you just haven't seen in the last, you know, couple of years now, basically since they won the national title, they have been lacking something just in terms of guys being able to get open and have a feel for things, and they're seeing these zone defenses more and more. They're just not able to really exploit them the way some other teams can. Uh, lastly, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask about this team. Uh, Tulane is going up to Norman to take on Oklahoma at Memorial Stadium, a, a tough place to play. Tulane's still trying to build brick by brick and, and get their program back in order, but it's going to be a tough one going up to Oklahoma to face Lincoln Riley, a 33-and-a-half-point uh, spread. But uh, any, any hope for Tulane to maybe make it a game? Well, you may get them, uh, you know, with a little bit, little bit of a letdown. I mean, there's no shame in losing close to a to a tough Navy team. I mean, that's really well coached. I think what's what's interesting here for that staff is you have Oklahoma and the road trip sandwiched in between Army and a Navy. So you're going to see such a different, you know, just different level of athletes there. Um, you know, I think the the key thing is to stay as competitive as you can, and hopefully you get some breaks and. You know, you get them in the letdown. You know, it's not like it's not like, you know, Fritz doesn't have doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, he's a really good coach. It's just I think this is a tall order because 
Oklahoma's receivers are really, I think, are really developing in terms of, you know, you got guys coming together. They're, they're good. What I think they're going to try to do is, is really show that they can get the run game cranked up because that was the one thing they did, didn't do last week at Ohio State. And I would look for them to really try to try to build, to do something where they can build on it going forward. They know they can throw the ball. I think that's the question is how good can they run it without Samadji Piran and Joe Mixon. And I think that's something you'll, you'll see a lot of this weekend. One more quick one for you, Bruce. Uh, talking with Bruce Feldman. Uh, Clemson against uh, Louisville in Kentucky this weekend. Am I crazy? But the, the, the film that I've watched of Lamar Jackson this year, I've almost been more impressed by some of his play, playmaking ability this year than last year. Obviously, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, and he struggled down the stretch. But playing, playing Clemson in Louisville, it's going to be a tough game for Clemson. But uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson so far this season? Love what I've seen so far. Um, you know, look, and look, you say what you want about Bobby Petrino as a human being. He's a really good football coach and good with quarterbacks. So, I, you know, Lamar's smart and he's learning from him and he keeps developing. But, again, we'll find out way more now because what he did against the LSU was nothing, you know, and now all of a sudden it's like, okay, he played Purdue and North Carolina. They don't have the same personnel that really, you know, last year the Houston D-line where that Oliver gave them trouble and obviously LSU completely shut them down. And I think that offensive line was terrible last year. Maybe they've improved a lot. We'll find out. Because if they haven't, Lamar is going to be. Because the Clemson line is better this year than the one that won the national title. So uh, I can't wait to see what he does. You know, who knows? Maybe he has a big showing, and all of a sudden he has a real chance to become the first guy in 40 years to, to repeat as a Heisman winner. We'll know on Saturday night. He is Bruce Feldman. He'll be on the call this Saturday, Ohio uh, Army at Ohio State. Bruce, thanks for the time, man. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you, sir. Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports College football sideline reporter. Again, this Saturday, he will join uh, Joe Davis and analyst Brady Quinn for Army at Ohio State, 3.30 on the Fox Broadcast Network. So an opportunity for Ohio State to bounce back from that tough loss at Oklahoma last week. Uh, or rather at home against Oklahoma. Forget the, the road teams are the one who, who have been winning in that series uh, more often than not. But, yeah, I'm really interested to see. I mean, some some good night games this weekend. But Clemson, number three Clemson going on the road to play number 14 Louisville and Lamar Jackson. Look, I know it's been, what, Purdue and, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been world beaters that Louisville has played thus far. But I, I've been impressed with Lamar Jackson. His playmaking ability last weekend at North Carolina – um, I've just been impressed by some of his plays this year, and, and we'll see. I mean, uh, repeating as the Heisman uh, Trophy winner is not an easy feat, as we've seen in recent years, but um, I, I, I just think he's made some plays, and we'll see. Jarrett Stidham struggled to make those plays against that, that same Clemson defense a week ago, so we'll see if Lamar Jackson can do that. But, of course, locally we're excited to see 6 o'clock ESPN this Saturday night, Davis Wade Stadium, LSU at Mississippi State, and you heard it there from, uh, from Bruce, it sounds like. He's not really buying into LSU just yet. We're excited about how LSU has looked and the, the offense uh, under Matt Canada. But again, it's it's BYU and UT Chattanooga. It hasn't been uh, – they haven't really been tested yet. This is their first real test. You go on the road, you play well in Starkville, get a win at Mississippi State, and I think uh, I think you're right where you need to be um, You know, over these next couple weeks as the SEC schedule really gets ramped up after you play Troy and, and Syracuse. So uh, – We'll take a quick break here on the Chris Gordy Show. Again, appreciate Bruce Feldman for joining us here on the show. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We'll continue the conversation on the Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280, New Orleans. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.